Kintsugi is the Japanese art of mending broken bowls with lacquer and gold. It can make the restored object more beautiful and often more valuable than the original vessel. So the cracks of the break become precious enhancements, the bowl a unique work of art. As a result, Kintsugi has become a symbol of how human brokenness can lead to a new sense of inner wholeness and beauty. Kintsugi is a repair technique that developed in Japan. It could only have developed in Japan. It is about really fully accepting something that breaks and actually valuing the break itself. When you view a bowl with the Kintsugi gold lines, you can see healing in a physical object. I think if you did a Bible study on brokenness, Kintsugi would almost certainly come up. I'm Laura Wolfson, and in this edition of Things Unseen, we're going to hear stories of people who found meaning in the spirit of Kintsugi. People who've been through difficult times and discovered that the scars of their brokenness are nothing to be ashamed of that those scars have, in fact, made them whole on a new and deeper level. Interwoven with those stories, we'll be meeting a Kintsugi practitioner who will mend a bowl for us and explain why breakage, whether of pots or human lives, doesn't have to spell the end. Rather, it represents an opportunity for healing and renewal. My name is the Reverend Hannah Barraclough and I am the curate at Portsmouth Cathedral. When our lives are distorted or broken or shattered, God has something to do with finding the remaining pieces and gluing them back together in a way that highlights that those cracks are part of your story. My name is Mike Gotsumi and I have come to learn the techniques of Kintsugi when I was studying Japanese lacquer work 30 years ago in Kyoto. So with this piece, it's a small bowl. It's got um, a certain geometry in it, but at the same time, it looks very hand-built. And it's got a, a quite porous clay body, and it had a, quite a big chip. So what I had to start with is to start filling the gap. But if you want to fill a bulky space, you have to use a mixture of in this case, um, wood shave and raw lacquer. And um, in this case, I mixed a little bit of uh, powdered clay and water. And that makes a sort of a paste that goes into the gap. But I cannot fill it all in one go. And I have to do it by uh, a sort of a thinner layer each time. Otherwise, um, the inside will not cure. So the purpose of Kintsugi is simply to repair a pot so that it's usable again. But in so doing, what you're doing is not only restoring its function, you're also adding beauty, and you're also telling the story of the pot. I'm Bonnie Kemsky, and I'm a writer, a ceramic artist, and the author of Kintsugi, the Poetic Mend, and I'm also a Japanese tea ceremony practitioner, and I love Kintsugi. When something breaks, things come to your attention. 
in the context of kintsugi, breakage is an opportunity. And I personally see breakage as an opportunity because when something breaks, it reveals a lot of things. I had a previous degree in fashion marketing and loved textiles and fabric. And I was researching the art of kintsugi when I was exploring ideas for the stole that I would wear for my ordination celebration. My name is Simon Sweet, and I have had episodes of depression in my life. When you view a bowl with the kintsugi gold lines, you can see healing in a physical object. Because through each break that you have in a depressive episode, you can come back with a robust resilience, and Kintsugi actually echoes that. I very easily could have had an embroidered cross or an embroidered dove, but there was something about Kintsugi and the reminder of our lives being made whole by God's redemption, that I wanted to be reminded of that on my ordination day, where I felt deeply, probably inadequate, that I was standing there declaring that I was going to live my life in this um, vocation. And there was lots of me that was completely doubting that that was going to be the case. The process of actually breaking is an incredibly important part of actually in the healing process. You have to be broken in order to heal, to rediscover yourself again. And at the points of those breaks, we actually become stronger, I think. We become alive again once more. Kintsugi, well, first, the word kintsugi means kin, gold, and tsugi, joining. So it simply is a repair technique that uses urushi, which is Japanese lacquer, and gold. The actual cracks are actually lined in what appears to be solid gold when it's finished. Kintsugi is basically not the standalone craft, but it is a art of or craft of Japanese laka makie technique applied onto originally broken teaware or tea bowls. Makie means sprinkled picture. It's a technique where you put down lacquer and then you sprinkle gold onto it. So the way that a kintsugi repair is done is the edges of the broken pot are painted with the Japanese lacquer and the pot is put back together. Now, this might happen in several different stages. And each time that you use the urushi or the lacquer, it needs to set or to cure. So this is part of the reason that it's such a long process. Japanese lacquer in itself, it has a very strong adhesive quality and it's always been used as a way to glue objects together from a very ancient times. And it's one of the strongest natural adhesive. So using that quality for kintsugi, it's used to either rebuild or join together broken parts. On my stole, I really, I really wanted to have something 
that represented my life and the things that I had been through. Uh, I've had a very complex life. My mum is a vicar. She became a vicar when I was 13. She said that as a, as a small child, I would sit and bang my head in the middle of the floor if I couldn't get my own way. My depression started at a very young age, or at least the seeds were planted at a very young age. My father went away to Denmark to work, and I don't think my parents were having a, a great period in, in their relationship at the time. Between the ages of 16 and 18 was probably my worst years, and I didn't want anything to do with the church. I didn't want anything to do with God. And I just pushed away from everything and everyone. And that meant making ridiculous choices about who I was in relationships with, how much I was drinking, how much I was partying. And that came with a lot of grief because I couldn't quite work out who I was. <clears throat> I was only around about four months old. And my mother divulged to me quite a few years ago now that uh, she was going to take her life. She was in the process of actually crushing the pills. She was going to put it into a paste and mix it with my baby food and, and feed me and then take an overdose herself. But a voice came to her and said that this isn't the way to do it. So there was a, a powerful sense of strength came to her. And she didn't go through with the act, thankfully. But I think the, the, the sense of negativity that started, in, you know, at that very early point in my life has stayed with me for quite some considerable time. When I look at a new piece of work that I have to work on, the first part of the process is about just bringing it back to a more harmonious state. And if you think about something broken into three, put back into one, is the most obvious example of uh, something become harmonious. Kintsugi wasn't an art form until very recently. It was simply a thing that was done. So in, in light of that, there's no actual historical record of when Kintsugi developed. We know that lacquer has been used in Japan and in China and other places in Asia for repairing for many centuries and millennia. But the application of gold on the top, we think, is from about 1600. And just imagine that the more you work on it, that state of harmony becomes sort of amplified. Without Japanese tea ceremony, there would not be kintsugi. Some of these tea bowls were so precious, so valuable, that they were used as gifts from, say, the warlord to a vassal for winning a battle, say, instead of land or instead of money. That's how valuable they were. So in that case, if something that valuable broke, you would never stop using it or throw it away, you would have to find a way to repair it. And I think that that's why Kintsugi has, could only have developed within the purview of Japanese tea ceremony. 
how I started was to treat the surface first and fill the gaps. And then sculpted it so that it's kind of close to what the, this missing part would be. And then I filled again, thinner layer, and then cured it. And, and then I sanded it and applied the finer mixture of uh, clay, water, and raw lacquer, and cured it. So, and I, this, I mean, I brought not everything, but some of the sanding blocks I have. Uh, traditionally, charcoal was used. So you sand it like this. Um, but it's quite hard surface, so... Actually, this is not what I use. It wasn't until around about the age of 28, it was early 1990s, 1991, 92, I took an overdose. And um, I went to hospital because I woke up the following morning um, realising I was still alive. My stomach was pumped. I was admitted into hospital for about three or four days and then actually having counselling and psychiatric help as well towards the end of that stay in order for me to be released. And then something very dramatic happened to me at the age of 18 um, at university. There was a night where a lot of our friends had gathered and we were taking lots of um, drugs. And um, the morning after, everybody was gathered around on the sofas asleep mainly, and GMTV... We can all remember GMTV <laughs> was on. And um, there was a programme, I think it was the 14th of January, and it said, today is the most depressing day of the year. Basically, people's bills come in after Christmas and people feel very depressed and low and often suicidal. I couldn't uh, allow the depression to take hold like that. And the roots get deeper and deeper. Like They're like tap roots on a weed, if you like. Um, they actually dig down, searching for every little bit that you're doubtful of, and it will magnify that doubt. And then you start to go, well, I'm not deserving of a loving relationship. I'm not deserving of um, things that I want in my life, um, because the depression says no. And I think at that point, I felt very low in myself. Um, and in that moment, I felt the voice of God in my heart and in my soul saying, Hannah, do you know that you're truly loved? And something in me was so deeply broken, but so deeply restored in those words. It wasn't vocal to anybody else in the room. It was to me personally, and it was a reminder of God's love. Until you actually stand up to that voice and you say, you're not going to dictate to me, then suddenly, as with all bullies, they cower away. But you stand up to that, that, that bully that lives within you, um, they cower away. And I think over the years, as you get older, and this is what's really important with Kintsugi, there is that, that strength and resilience behind it. You become stronger and more resilient to that negative voice within you. And I ran back to my university room on my own, eyes filled with tears, and called my mum and told her what had happened. 
and she said, I think you need to come back to Jesus, don't you? And so, yeah, mum prayed with me and that, and life felt like it, it turned around in, in amazing ways. And I became somebody that I didn't know was possible, I think. Um, so like this. So that's definitely enough. So done. So now this has to go into a box, just a very simple box with uh, some water in it, in a warmer place. But traditionally we have wooden box, which is called furo or muro. The muro means like a room, and furo comes from I think like a bath because it's kind of steamy environment. So it will. I will let it rest for a couple of days before I sand again and then then the next I would go for black lacquer. Then it just gradually using finer grade lacquer before applying any kind of metal powder. Basically, kintsugi is just a repair technique. But because we can see that repair and because that repair has been marked in gold, it never allows you to ignore its history or its story. That becomes part of what that bowl is. So this is a very powerful metaphor for us because, of course, we live through tragedies and if we work through them, it can make us a better pot if you will, if we do a kintsugi repair on ourselves. So it, what it is, is it's, it's saying, don't repress it, don't ignore it, acknowledge it, deal with it, work with it, and make it part of what you are. The highlight of the crack means that it becomes so much more of itself. And I think that we are able to become more of ourselves and much more authentically ourselves by acknowledging failure, acknowledging pain, acknowledging hurt in a way that the kintsugi and the repair highlights cracks in, in the pottery. You learn to be able to go, OK, this is a new day, this is, this is how I'm going to treat the day. And with the help of the, the positive imagery of kintsugi, you are armed and secure in the knowledge that you can come out the other side because it's a period of life changing. Um, life isn't a constant and depression isn't a constant, it's a constant state of flux. Uh, set that aside. I don't see Kintsugi as a mending technique or process, but I see it uh, sitting in the idea that everything is always changing its state. And in a way, the breakage is a beginning of this new state of something. So Kintsugi asks you to make something into a state that is best for the object for that moment. It might not be how it was originally intended, but that's not, no longer almost matters. It allows your, your mind and your brain to heal, to um, reconnect with itself and actually f 
form new neurons and sort of like new pathways. I mean, the brain is almost like a kintsugi bowl in itself with all its various channels and, and, and so on. And I think, you know, depression actually sort of like numbs a part of your brain in that way. And you need that period of actually being careful with yourself in a way that a kintsugi bowl would be cared for and actually putting all the right bits in the right place and to, to create a sense of wholeness again. But you become a slightly a different person because you've been through that in the way that a kintsugi bowl has become slightly different. It's still, the original is still there, but you've become, you've become relevant again. Every pot breaks differently. It's the same for us, I think, as humans. We're all different, and we receive these breakages, these tragedies, differently. When my brother died, my way of dealing with it was to close it off, was to never say his name, try not to think about him, to try to forget that he existed, and that didn't work. It manifested, you know, constantly it would sort of bubble up because I hadn't processed it. It's really in those times of grief that we notice God at work in ways that are profound and beautiful. That Those gold threads almost become a parable in the modern form. There was a lady that I saw recently who I worked at for a short while at a hospice who was very young and had terminal cancer. And I remember the last time I sat in a room with her, it was the heat wave last summer and the windows of her room were open and the curtain was blowing and it was like a veil and it felt like a thin place. I said, share what you need to share. This is a safe space, there's no judgment here. And within her terminal illness, it had brought so many different thoughts and feelings of shame, of regret, of failed promises, of failed landmarks that she would ever see her children get married or she couldn't renew her wedding vows to her husband. She couldn't say sorry to the person who she'd hurt as a teenager. For me, thinking through Kintsugi and thinking through my brother's death, the grief of that, what it taught me was that it was about acceptance. And I think Kintsugi is about acceptance too. And it's a kind of a beautiful acceptance. You accept that it's broken. And with much crying from both of us, things were said and it was beautiful and healing and redemptive. And I was able to pick up those shattered pieces of her life and offer back to her her life in a way where that Kintsugi had, had repaired the broken pieces and said that even though there are things in your life that you will never achieve and you will never see, God is holding this space. The ball is almost finished. The final application of Laka will be slightly different from the others. So I have to cure it halfway. So paint it. And when the surface is still tacky, I apply 
powdered gold. The gold sticks to where the lacquer is, and then the excess, the bit that where it hasn't stuck, is simply brushed away. And believe me, saved, because it's a very expensive undertaking. And then that gold is often polished as much as the person doing the repair wants it to be polished. So in the end, you have a pot which is its original shape, but with pure gold lines where the cracks were. So the burnishing is done. Traditionally, done with um, fish tooth or sometimes dog tooth, which is a bit scary. But I also use a gate stone, and it is quite common to be used for burnishing metal surface in jewelry. It's a jeweler's tool. And when the lacquer is cured with the gold on the surface, it looks very matte. And so the burnishing process would bring the shine out. The question of whether a kintsugi repair ultimately results in a more beautiful pot is very subjective. So my friend Alex Fraser, when he was studying tea ceremony in Japan, he told me a story that he and all the other students went to a museum and they saw a very famous bowl that had extensive, beautiful kintsugi repairs done to it. And they were all ooing and aahing around this bowl. You know, it was under glass and and the teacher came up, who was a very small little Japanese woman, and she said very curtly, don't look at the kintsugi, look at the bowl. And that really is a lesson because we tend, in the West, we see the kintsugi, but in fact, the kintsugi is the support for that bowl. It's not the thing itself. You can't have kintsugi without the bowl. Can you see the shine? I like when the shine comes through. It's very satisfying. So, and it is really very metallic once the surface is done. It's surprisingly metal-like. I mean, it is almost like some metal melted onto the surface. I think the art of Kintsugi within a faith journey is significant in that our wounds, the, the things that have been done to us and also the things that we have done to ourselves are not left bloody and open and sore. We don't have to be ashamed of all that stuff. We can accept where we are and that we are also not the finished product yet. Um, and that we are, we are in the process of being made more perfect. That's the whole idea of redemption, is that we're in the process of, of being made more perfect. And that means um, allowing each other to therefore share their lives and their stories and their brokenness in a way that we accept each other just as we are. I can look at that, that piece of kintsugi ceramic and just admire it and just look at the shapes, look at all the breaks and you can say to yourself, this is me, this is how I feel. The Kintsugi ceramic is still going to be there in 10, 15, 20 years time, so why 
can't I not still be there in 10, 15, 20 years' time? It's a point that you could say, I've achieved something and I will continue to achieve by existing. This is a parable of, of our lives, that our wounds don't remain gross and bloody and heavy and broken, that our wounds can be restored, can be made well with Jesus. Yeah, it is okay to, for things to break and there's always a, a something else that can become. Um, it is just part of uh, how things are always flowing. Michael Tsutsumi, ending our exploration of the spirit of Kintsugi. I'm Laura Wolfson, and you've been listening to Things Unseen, the podcast for people of faith and the spiritually curious. Things Unseen was brought to you by CTVC. And if you'd like to hear more Things Unseen podcasts, just go to our website, www.thingsunseen.co.uk.